Welcome back, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? Good, Good. to be here. Good. Welcome back. And uh, today we're going to talk about a few things. I'm going to. Uh, I definitely want to talk about election updates, since that's pretty much like the the highlight of the next. 40 days or whatever it for is. For sure. That's going to be what everyone's talking about anyway, so we might yeah. as well add the fuel to the fire. Exactly. Yeah. I think um, the first thing we can talk about is all the, the mistakes you've seen Joe Biden make recently. <laughs> we were just talking before we got here, we were just talking about um, his, when he went in front of the crowd of Hispanics Yeah. and mm-hmm. he was like, I that just have delightful. one thing to say. <laughs> and he plays Despacito over the phone. I'm sure pretty much everyone's seen that one by yeah. now. That was a pretty funny goof that Joe yeah. Biden made there. That was about... Um, what, do you, what do you think he was trying to achieve? What was the the goal? Was it, like, unity? Was it... Well, it's pandering, obviously. I know you're being sarcastic. Was, yeah, what do you think was going through his head, though, playing um, that? What, do you think it was his, like, press team? Or do you think he's like, they're going to love no this? There's no way. There's no way that it was his press team. <laughs> There's no way they let him do that. Because his press team had to have been shitting their pants while he was doing There's that. There's no way they would let stop. him do that. Mm-hmm. I, I I know that you can get some dumb people running a campaign. Yeah. That had to have been him. Like, that mm-hmm. had to have just been... He had to have been walking up there and being like, you know what? This might be a good idea. Yeah, this is I, brilliant. I heard this song on the radio a couple of times. <laughs> so he's sitting there. That's why it took so long to come out. He's like, "Wait, I gotta pull it up real quick." Because mm. they're like, "Oh, the next president, Joe Biden," and he's like, "Took like ten minutes to come out, and then he's mm-hmm. finally out." I got it, guys. I got it. I got it. Th- this is gonna win me the <laughs> Hispanic win vote. This Hispanic vote. Oh. And um, terrible, terrible try. Then the one that was to—I think it was today—he was giving a speech in front of um, a bunch of acting members in the military. And um, he calls them. I just showed you the video so you can confirm. He calls them stupid bastards. Um, he calls them a dull bunch. And then he calls them slow. Like in the same, like, yeah, within like that, 20 yeah. seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that video is going around on Twitter right now. And um, just so others, I, I know we've, we've talked about before because he's been saying some dumb stuff for a while now. Mm-hmm. But since the last time we spoke, there's been so much. Yeah, because at first it was kind of at first it was hi- like it was like hysteria of whether or not he had yeah. dementia or any uh, con- cognitive decline. But now um, it's pretty well accepted mm-hmm. amongst people that uh, aren't diluting themselves with yeah. uh, false information and just um, over uh, over, I guess over allowing uh, themselves mm-hmm. to fall into media hysteria and media right. traps because i mean at first even i was like okay it, it happens like you know you mess up once or twice and then as like every week that passes was like something new mm-hmm. like in the beginning um he said you know poor kids are just as talented as white kids yeah that one i was like okay you know that could have been like a mess up i didn't believe it was a me- i didn't believe like <laughs> that that's that's just like it was. I didn't believe that it was like you know a, a slip a slip up on the words. Dude, I believe that he actually like might. Dude, think I think that's that. just like a slip up on your, on your character. I right. think that's just no, yeah, utterly exactly. exposing like, yourself. Like that came from within. I think. <laughs> um, obviously he didn't mean to say that, but mm, I think he genuinely meant it. Meant yeah, it's it. when you, you drink a couple. Yeah. It's when you drink like a couple like too many beers. 
Right, and then the truth starts coming yeah. out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. and that's what's happening was, to his brain. I was still like, okay, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say that sure. he messed up. Yeah. And then, like, now it's like every day is something new. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It's like, I think like his press team doesn't have a choice. They either, like, they can't keep him locked away forever. Mm-hmm. But if but they, they don't talk too much, I mean, they pretty much are. Yeah, they're only giving him events that uh, are predominantly safe. Right. You know? Well, I mean, they control the questions. They, they like, uh, there's videos of him going like, okay, I'm going to take questions now. Or he'll say, oh, my, my press team is going to um, choose who's going to ask me questions. Mm-hmm. Or he'll have, like, a list of all the questions before or, like, mm-hmm. who's asking questions. Um, the other one, actually, a few days ago was he was doing an interview and like so if me and you are facing each other to his left was a teleprompter really and he would literally look over and be like oh we're gonna do this 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 and this that's number one and then he goes oh wait i lost that line there and then the guy's <laughs> like oh no no like we could talk about that like it, 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 it's so obvious too like he's looking over here then I, he turns. I thought it was uh actually proven false that he was using like a teleprompter for one of his interviews or is that uh just information that the, i read on twitter like probably a lot of the one i saw there was also a picture like facing the teleprompter like you could see oh. it but it was very clear because he would like be looking at the guy mm-hmm. then he turned to his left be reading something and then he literally goes wait i lost that line there so it's like he was yeah. clearly reading something yeah because that's not something he turns say back looks sentence. at the guy no yeah because you don't know your lines while you're speaking your next mm-hmm. thought could be literally anything you're just right. going with the flow and whatever uh you kind of just choose a topic and kind of ramble on with it. You're not saying, mm-hmm. oh, what's my next line? Because that just doesn't make any the sense. The other one that was a teleprompter slipped up, slip up was he was giving a speech. And he's reading whatever, da, 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 and then he goes, um, end of quote. Like he reads end of quote <laughs> off of the teleprompter. And then he quickly is like, oh, wait, I, I shouldn't have done that. All right. I, I feel like I have to go off on a tangent here just about uh, the whole Biden thing. I just think it is absolutely ridiculous for people on the left to try and even accept this man for who he is um i would consider myself more of a a liberal if anything but i don't necessarily uh agree in identity politics and labeling yourself as this especially now it's all like because everything's crazy there's far right extremists there's far left extremists there's just weird groups and all the left and the right and i think it's silly to just classify yourself as one or the other because how are how is anything going to get solved that way that's literally the best way to say mm-hmm. okay we're going to be at war with each other uh through ideology is that there's one group of people of mm-hmm. half of america and one other group of people that's half of america that is literally the greatest way to cause the biggest Division. mass divide yeah. that we have in our country today and that's always that's always been prominent and for some reason we can't we can't get out of that like you saw it with uh i mean i guess you just didn't necessarily see it but you read it with uh like protestants and catholics you know they're they're united under like the same god and the same faith and the same str- the same structure of uh ideology but they're arguing over like the minuscule details i'm i have no doubt in my mind that there's good republicans and there's good democrats there's bad democrats there's yeah. bad republicans so why can't we just come together on some of these things kind of like in a relationship you know there's things that you're not going to want to do mm-hmm. but you have to for the sake of 
the country love in, in the case. country. Yeah. yeah, we're getting too far off the deep end. We are continuously dividing ourselves, and if we continue the same patterns that we are continuously going through, and we're not learning from our mistakes, and we're not seeing change, and we're heading down the rabbit hole more and more, when are people going to wake up and start to realize this doesn't work? Mm. It doesn't no. work. The media has done a great job at dividing this, and mm-hmm. just like you said, you know, the Democrat, all Democrats are like this, and all Republicans are like this. Um, you know, right wing, left wing. You see the like one percent of crazy people on both sides, mm-hmm. and then forget that there's ninety eight percent of people yeah. in the middle mm-hmm. that like are just chilling. Yeah, and they might side with one. You know, they might take one side or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, because really, I think most people, it's what they. I mean, what everyone should be doing is uh, an issue by issue thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, on this issue, I believe this. On this, on this issue, I believe this. Yeah, as opposed to like well. I'm on this side, so I should believe this. Like, just say what you believe. Because I know Mm -hmm. there's um, pro-life conservatives, and then there's a few, like, uh, conservatives that are uh, maybe more Mm pro-choice or whatever. So it's up to, like, each issue. Mm -hmm. And the identity politics has definitely become really bad because you might say, oh, I'm a conservative, and then now people automatically assume this, this, and this of you. When really it could just be like, oh, that's the thing I'm closest to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I used to... I mean, still kind of do like I identify as conservative. Then mm-hmm. I started saying, "Well, maybe I'm more libertarian." Mm-hmm. And then libertarians get like cra- they, they're they seen as like the crazy yeah. like not that they get offended, but people if you say you're libertarian, you're like that crazy right wing like mm-hmm. extremist. So it's like, but even in, and even with uh, calling yourself like a libertarian, I'm sure there's got to be libertarians that are like, "Well, you're too conservative," because that's within every right, party. Exactly. You know, there's yeah. going to be that outrage. But that's the thing with like identity politics. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if? Uh, you one day are just like, you know what, like, I'm going to consider myself a Democrat, but I'm going to keep uh, right, a lot of my views, uh, yeah. right-wing views. Those people are going to be like, screw you, you're not a true Democrat, like, go back to your side. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, with the party system, there's no inviting atmosphere. There's mm-hmm. no, um, there's nowhere to meet in the middle, you right. know? There's either one way or the highway, and that's on both sides. Mm-hmm. And each person that... uh identifies themselves with these parties um they'll see videos on twitter and online Mm -hmm. and on instagram and they'll see them viral and they're extremists of each group and they're out doing crazy things and then they immediately go to label um oh look at these white supremacists these are what trump supporters support right and they go so far to the extreme categorizing half of the population when you're doing that you're you're really not realizing how many people you're talking about Mm -hmm. you know like you it's 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 honestly uh i would say it's not a smart thing to do to start labeling labeling half the country as morons or idiots would that be discrimination (laughs) i'm sure uh ideological ideological discrimination all trump supporters are this is Mm -hmm. discrimination oh yeah saying all biden supporters are this is discrimination all democrats are this Mm -hmm. um all of black lives matter are this Mm -hmm. um now there's uh there's been a lot of chaos revolving around black lives matter yeah i think around Mm -hmm. the movement per se and um I was talking about this with someone. Actually, it's been a few times we've mentioned this. They don't have, like, Black Lives Matter doesn't have, like, a figure uh-huh. to look to, yeah. like a leader, so to say. Uh-huh. So there's, like, no one to go to mm-hmm. to either condemn or, like, support their actions. For sure. And so it, because the movement's unorganized. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I completely Back agree. in, you know, when Martin Luther King was leading the movement, yeah. 
like you know he was like the figure it was like he could go up and say you know okay this is what we should do or this is what we should not do but mm-hmm. now there's none of that uh-huh. so there's just people going out in the name of black lives matter turning tables and mm-hmm. you know get, uh making people leave their dinner in the middle like in the middle of dinner yeah. uh, yelling at people blocking traffic mm-hmm. uh, which actually speaking of that you saw the video of the the antifa people or like the black lives matter protest people i can't necessarily remember but they were blocking like the black la- the black lady oh i saw car. that one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that one's pretty crazy too well okay so, so, so yeah real quick uh-huh. they'll literally say black lives matter and then go after any black person that doesn't like a hundred percent agree with what they're doing mm-hmm Though, so it's like it's that's hypocrisy. Number two, the thing I was gonna say it was um, Flo- uh, the governor of Florida passed a law that basically says if protesters are blocking the road, mm-hmm. you're not liable if you run them over. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, what do I think about that? Um, I mean, where else are protests supposed to happen? Not in the middle of the road or like a I moving mean, highway. I mean, whenever you see protests happen, whether it's the it, we can go, we can talk about recent protests, whether it's the no mask protests or um, the uh, Black Lives Matter mm. protests. I'll just pull those two examples. Yeah. You see all of them either walking in the streets or walking in the roads because that's just the easiest way to get attention. And I just think it's kind of a that sounds like kind of a malicious law to me to just give people the the free reins because that's such a it's such a like a broad statement i guess like okay if you see people protesting in the road like you don't nah, yeah well, don't get hit by like you could possibly get hit by the car and you're not liable and like what if some, so you're okay so oh, what if like it's what if some extremist um ideological person is like ooh, like here's my chance i feel like it could give people leeway maybe i just okay that is that's a fair point mm-hmm. but do you think it's okay to stand in the middle of a moving highway or a, mo- a busy road? No. Okay. No, but I don't know if uh, people have the right to run someone over for it either. It's frustrating, but... Uh, well, think about, th- think about it this way. Let's mm-hmm. say you're driving on the highway. It's dark. All of a sudden, someone walks across the highway and you yeah. hit them. Are you mm-hmm. at fault? No. Right. So there so should be some in a way, it's the same thing, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you, you'll see them, and mm-hmm. but the thing is, like, if... If you're going 50 miles an hour, let's say, you know, you, you turn, yeah. you're going 50, whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, there's these people standing in the middle of the road. The other thing, too, is they're not just standing in the middle of the road. A lot of times, they're grabbing skateboards and hitting your windshield. They're breaking your windows. Mm-hmm. They're trying to pull you out of the car. Yeah. That's just – so the law, too, to get more specific, it's not just like, oh, if you um, – I guess I should have started with this. You can't just run them over. Mm-hmm. It's like if um, you're – so let's say there's protests and they start like, you know, breaking your windows. Mm-hmm. They start being malicious. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to, they, they allows you to try and flee. And mm-hmm. if you happen to run someone over while you're trying to flee, you're not mm-hmm. liable. I probably should have explained it that way. Yeah. But So shouldn't you say that it's more circumstantial since you were going into hypotheticals cir- and what ifs? Right. So yeah. it is definitely more circumstantial. Because I agree with you on that point. Right. Like with the points you're making, I agree. Right. But should there be a law about it to... Uh, maybe potentially give leeway or give uh certain bad people the platform or the foundation to commit hate crimes and have the law supported by it i don't know the law i don't know if uh what you said about it's like 100 percent correct or if it's um in effect yet but uh that could be potentially dangerous it could be Mm -hmm. but i think that it it 
based on what I read, it was trying to be specific towards if they're like if you feel that you're in danger, danger. right that makes more sense like if you like if it's genuinely a peaceful thing and like Mm -hmm. they're blocking the road and you're stopped and like nothing's going on besides them standing there Mm -hmm. like you would probably if you just floored it like Mm -hmm. you'd be held liable yeah for sure like you know the the law might sound stupid to some people but at the end of the day the law enforcement's not going to be stupid and say oh you're off the hook Mm -hmm. like if they see video of you know them just standing there Mm -hmm. and you get run over like no obviously no one wants that but if they see a video of 10 guys surrounding the car mm-hmm. and bashing the windows in and trying yeah. to pull the driver out at and that then point you're kind of asking for it exactly and i think that's what you're seeing in uh, portland I, and, and in yeah. seattle right now it's a bunch of people that are just asking for it mm-hmm. and want it like if you're in yeah. portland or in seattle and you're in the cities where uh these malevolent uh attacks amongst civilians are happening and you decide to drive over there and uh associate yourself with it and take Mm -hmm. part in it i think you're just a moron and you're only liable from your for yourself at that point because there's there's no safety there now like you know what you're getting yourself into that's not you're expect the worst i yeah i mean like look i've seen plenty of protests around here and even oviedo um, I've seen a few like demonstrations, I guess we can call them that. They're not really protests, but like yeah. on the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I think on Alafaya and University there was like a Trump. Um, the Trump guys were getting yeah. together and like doing stuff. And then I was there later that day, and on the opposite side of the street there was like a Black Lives Matter anti-police thing mm-hmm. as well, just chilling there. Yeah. Um, and you know, like that's still a way to get attention. Like everyone sees it. Mm-hmm. Everyone can read the signs. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be in the middle of the street. I get their, I get their whole thing about trying to prove a point and like, uh-huh. you know, be like yeah. being inconvenienced as mm-hmm. they say. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, I got to get to work and you're blocking the road. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be happy. And actually yeah. I don't want to support your movement now that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. people are going to uh, like in New York, uh, people eating outside, at mm-hmm. night having dinner outside yeah. and they would go up to them and flip the tables and like tell them to get out of here yeah. like and then you're like okay so you support our movement now though like yeah no i'd be like no screw your movement i don't <laughs> care now in fact i want your movement to fail because uh-huh. you just like tr- you treated me like dirt mm-hmm. you know it's the same with uh those christians that go out uh by themselves with like the microphones yeah, 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 yeah. and they're like you guys are going to hell yeah like if you that- do not repent that's that's not gonna work you know yeah like and even it's like, like stupid you even like silly. you know me personally like i'm a christian and stuff and i know where i am but i see that guy like doing it i'm like dang <laughs> come like, on you're putting a bad yeah you're putting like, a bad name behind our cause i know it's like dude <laughs> just stop like, i'm kind of like like and i'm kind of like dang like i wouldn't want to like if i was yeah, if in their shoes yeah if i was you know some person who's questioning faith whatever i'm, I'm gonna i'm not gonna look at them and be like yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants anything shoved down their throat. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's how everyone should go about life. I I get certain protests. I get that there's a, there's definitely police brutality going on. I definitely think that there it's a policing problem in this yeah. country and I get it. I get the outrage. I get the uh I get the angriness from mm-hmm. African Americans and people of color who have been defiled and uh and have been aggravatedly assaulted by these police officers, yeah. unwarranted. But uh, I would always just like to think that maybe there's a, a, a better way to go about it than wrecking and mm-hmm. destroying things. But maybe 
Maybe there's not. I, I don't, I I don't know because I, because it, it, I can't speak from like their feelings or their yeah. rage, and I don't want to put words or what ifs or hypotheticals because I, I can't understand it. But you but are like, still entitled to your opinion. Yeah, I'm still entitled to my own opinion for sure. But I just wish that uh, maybe people could realize that this angriness and mm. this evil and this uh, negativity and this police car bashing like i know it feels good getting your anger out on these people but well, they're you're not told, making anything better you're just causing yeah. more divide and that's not what we want we want equality and that's the thing with black lives matter too that i think when you're making the point it's getting so chaotic it's because like you were saying there's no foundation there's no structure there's no uh ideological point it's because mm-hmm. i think the biggest reason why is because the the statement is black lives matter it's such a simple statement like black lives matter like they matter do, yeah. like they matter but now people are using that foundation mm-hmm. and they're it's just it's multiplied different sects there's within different, this like, one of foundation yeah. yeah there's extremists there's people that go out and peacefully protest and want one thing there's other people that want another thing there's mm-hmm. like people that are more uh like black pantherish is that yeah, what yeah, it yeah, is? yeah. where they're uh more extreme in their viewpoints and then there's people that go out and just want to destroy and release their anger but that's the thing about Black Lives Matter is maybe we should just be like, okay, like, Black Lives Matter. Now, like, what you're doing is, like, tough. Well, listen, let me put you it know? this way, like, too. You, you can't be doing this. You brought up the Black Panthers. I've Now, I've seen a few videos of the Black Panthers recently. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I have seen, the, the few videos I've seen, they are armed, walking through the streets, mm-hmm. and acting intimidating but i've not seen a single video of them destroying property or cars or yeah. it's just intimidation mm-hmm. so i would be goingly say that the black the, the black <laughs> panthers <laughs> are more peaceful than the black lives matter movement in general in general and, and you can't say in general and some and, and a, there's it, a there's a large group of people inside of the of black the demonstrators lives matter. of the violent demonstrators that we have seen mm-hmm. that strand of black lives matter that's basically antifa that wants to go mm-hmm. out and commit fascism fighting against fascism whatever the heck they want to call it mm-hmm. black panthers have now become more peaceful than those guys than antifa the mm-hmm. antifa strand of black lives matter let's okay. say yeah for sure um, the people that want to use that platform right for uh destruction and uh overthrowing exactly and revolutionizing the most peaceful of black lives matter protests are the white girls that repost stuff on their instagram yeah. that's the most peaceful <laughs> that's, that's like level zero <laughs> yeah that's like that's and then like... you go up and it's like regular demonstrators regular actual peaceful protesters mm-hmm. yeah then black lives or then black panthers and then the antifa yeah level like there's different levels to it the antifa is just great i just can't i just why is there so much evil, Alex? Why why do people why can people get along, man? Like wh- why do you think I that think, is? I think um, because there's people at the top that want to keep their power, and in order to do that, they need to make sure that everyone is still fighting each other at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like they need to make sure that people like me and you are still like you know getting angry at each other for no reason. Yeah. Like if you know you're you're a liberal and I'm a conservative, mm-hmm. like we can't be doing this right now. Yeah, this is what they don't want to see. Yeah, they hate this. Because then we get smart enough and figure out that it's them mm-hmm. and then we come for them. Yeah. And then they own all the media. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And all the media is just being divisive. <coughs> yeah. That's why more people are listening to smaller podcasts and yeah. smaller like it's a more news authentic, outlets. It's a more authentic yeah. way to get the truth, you know, especially if you're listening to uh, open-minded, reliable people that mm-hmm. aren't just uh, ideological, um, pushing their agenda towards the people mm-hmm. uh, kind I of think people. People, 
like back in the day <coughs> used to find their their news network like CNN or Fox or whatever something mm-hmm. that aligns with what they believe uh-huh. but now people are getting so sick and tired of being lied to mm-hmm. that they just want to find someone who's authentic and honest yeah and even if it even if they say something that they're like that shocks them or like it goes against their viewpoint they have more respect for that person than anyone on CNN or Fox News because mm-hmm. they know they're not being lied to. Yeah. Or at least that their intention is not to lie to you, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so. I, I just want to see... Uh, you, know what thing, you know what kind of makes me mad? Um, I don't know if you're big into... Uh, I know you're big into social media, but I don't know if you're big into uh, influencers and stuff like that. But uh, one thing that I, I hate seeing is like uh, large platform like YouTubers or social media stars like convert to like traditional media you know because they look at they look at like traditional media as higher than than what they're doing but in reality we're in the beginning stage of a revolution a a true revolution is social media and it's something that's gonna be written about in history books Mm -hmm. um a hundred years from now and we're going to see change in this country like never before you can already see the uh slow destruction of uh mainstream media being taking place right now in this country you know more and more people are waking up and seeing the facts mm-hmm. that these companies are here to divide you and shove negative shit down your throat constantly so you don't see the beauties and the positivities of this world it's always crazy to see when uh you're watching these certain uh, news networks and you're looking at all these bad stuff. You're looking at COVID. You're looking at all the COVID deaths. You're looking at the new bombing that happened there. You're mm-hmm. looking at the child kidnaps, you know, and you think this world's a terrible, angry place. And then you start reflecting these negative feelings that uh, are inside of you because it's all you're seeing. And then you act it towards other people mm-hmm. and you tell people that they're this and they're that and they're terrible and they suck for being this or that. And how aren't you trying to fix this? You know, this is such a big issue. Get behind this. Come on, man. Come on, man. You need to be behind this. None of, none of that's going to work. None of that's going to work. None of that is going to create change. Nothing, nothing, nothing. What you can do though. And I, I just wanted to provide this real quick is maybe start doing some little changes within yourself. So other people might want to listen to you. Just because you're more example, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Just because you're louder about something, oh yeah, yeah. and you're expressing it more, doesn't mean you're right. Mm -hmm. And you see that with a lot of people. They're like, "Yes, I'm being an activist. I'm just I'm loud and I'm proud." Just because you posted a picture and wrote a paragraph about something doesn't mean you're you're right. Mm -hmm. I mean, good for you for expressing your viewpoints about something you feel strong about. But if you're constantly and constantly trying to promote something and be uh, Mm -hmm. kind of aggressive and annoying with it you know you're not going to get anywhere right that's like the uh like we were talking about when people go out and cause destruction and they expect people to now follow them that's kind of like the same thing on social media Uh like if you're being annoying about it no one wants to listen Mm -hmm. but if you're just being real and like you want to talk about it Mm -hmm. then it's easier like i think the whole um the what is it the black the black pictures what, what do we call them oh the black blackout tuesday blackout tuesday whatever yeah, yeah was like the biggest scam yeah i ever. saw that and i, had, I, I like, had a bunch of different uh viewpoints on that i guess it was kind of a silly thing to do but i thought it was kind of cool how that's what everyone saw on their social media for like at least a couple well, hours well here's my problem with it they uh-huh. said they were doing it to spread awareness that black lives matter and mm-hmm. in my head i'm thinking why does that need to be like, like, why should we be spreading awareness about it? It should already be like, 
common sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it like, should like, be. Like, oh, we're doing but... suspended awareness. I'm like, I-, I thought that we all knew Black Lives Matter. Like, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm just confused on, like, what you think you're accomplishing. Yeah. So well, instead... For, well, for some, well, for some people, uh, they don't think Black Lives Matter. And I actually have... I understand I, that. I actually have a couple of friends, like, within my community. And this is one of the reasons why I thought it was, like, positive. It's because growing up in Lake Mary, you see uh, a bunch of fake people that mm-hmm. just uh surround themselves with certain ideas that are founded upon who they hang around with and who they were raised by and they don't want to uh kind of drift apart or aren't curious enough to learn more or educate themselves in certain ways no matter what they believe they just stick with what they were told mm-hmm. and never felt the need to explore more than that and uh i think with some of the things as simple as just a black screen as silly as it was um, it kind of showed a lot of people how much people actually care about this thing. Because I have friends. I remember I got in a huge argument with one of my friends. I won't, I won't talk about it too much. But uh, they, they they don't think Black Lives Matter. Like even okay, if, even they, in like a so even in like black, a general did the black sense. square change their mind though? No, exactly. But like, what can change someone's mind when it comes to certain things? Like well, we can, like we can talk all we want about yeah. certain issues, and we can uh, take things from it and learn from it but i know i'm not gonna change your mind on any large-scale issues that Mm. you've put hours and hours of research behind and you're probably not going to do the same as me but that's kind of what i want to get to with conversating um i think that learning from each other isn't the main part of all of it i think the fact that we're hanging out right now and we enjoy each other's company and we have love for each other we've been friends for 10 plus years and we're able to uh come together on just the foundation of love for politics and expression of ideas and uh truly embracing our thoughts and wanting to learn and uh Mm -hmm. wanting to talk to people because we love it you know and that's one of the things that unites us is our love for conversation and learning and nuances of uh, complex subjects mm-hmm. it doesn't matter uh, necessarily what we get out of it um, in terms of uh, an ideological standpoint or on certain issues I think the biggest part is that we're coming together and talking mm-hmm. something as simple as that mm-hmm. as people of I wouldn't say complete opposite because I think we're a lot more similar than uh, liberal and yeah, yeah maybe yeah, viewed yeah. Um, just because I think uh, there's things that matter more in life than certain political issues. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes down to general matters and uh, practical right. issues, well, again, in the beginning the same... of the show, you said you feel yourself as more liberal. People listening might automatically think certain things of you. Yeah. And but that's I... what, but that's why I'm just like, but I'm not a liberal. Right. Like, right I'm still right, my right. own person just because I think I'm a little more progressive when it comes to certain yeah. things, just because uh, I think it's inevitable just based off uh, human history. Mm-hmm. It seems to be that, ideas are always washed away and new ones come up and that there's some sort of drive within human beings that uh wants to just create and create new things and establish these new concepts and new ideas so it's about time for certain change to happen but i think right now it's uh i think it'll be interesting to how uh where the change will be and how it'll go about because Mm -hmm. this is a I think it's that a crazy time for sure. And I, I think that this next month and a half or so is going to be pretty wild mm-hmm. leading up to the election. 
Um, I what, mean, do you, what do you think about Trump saying that he might not leave? He might not <laughs> if, leave? He might not leave. That's what he said. He's like, oh, what, the, yeah. the office? Yes, yeah, the office. I didn't see him say that, but I, I'm him? sure he did. He said it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I sure he, he did. I think he implied it, but I think I heard something uh, a while ago of him saying it, but I heard he implied it uh, recently. He was like, I don't know. We'll see if I leave. Oh, when yeah, has the so. president ever said that? I don't know. We'll see. And he, everyone was just like, that's so Trump. <laughs> exactly, though. Like, he says stuff like that all the time. I love when it, though. I love it, it, though. If they could, if the election, let's say Biden was to win the election mm-hmm. legitimately, uh-huh. he would step down. Uh, mm-hmm. Trump would step down. Yeah. I mean, I think they'd have to force him. But I, I mean, yeah. I, I love his tenacity, you know? Right. Of him saying, no. Well, was I'm he not at a rally when it. he said that? Oh, dude. You exactly. Know, yeah. So, you know, his head is boosted. Exactly. He said that, and yeah. everyone cheered him. For sure. Um, he got his adrenaline rush for the day. Yeah. There's, you got to think about it too. Trump is a different person at his rallies versus at a press conference or giving a. I'm sure everyone speech, is. Everyone you know, is. Right, you know, exactly. everyone takes on he's got different, different personalities exactly. depending on what they're doing. It's just it's mm-hmm. natural. He's like the he's like when he's doing a rally, he's America's hype man. You mm-hmm. know, at a press conference, he's America's defender against yeah. you know the press, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's at the table negotiating, we don't see much of that, but we can see. Based on results, he's getting a lot done mm-hmm. in the Middle East. We've seen Israel and other countries coming together, you know, for peace. Um, he's been nominated for two Nobel Peace Prizes, and now I they want to cancel that. the Nobel Peace Prize yeah. <laughs> altogether. Um, I mean, he's really done so much, and I would argue that he would actually be doing more in his second term because he wouldn't be like. Um, he, he wouldn't be afraid of like messing up the re-election. You know what I'm saying? See, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna vote this year, um, just because canceled. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> you know, well, I. It's like I I generally think Trump will be a better leader, no doubt in my mind. But you, well, I just can't. Don't I can't. Vote I, can't I can't vote for him. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. What the, if you, okay? The, the, would, the, the divide. Let's put it this way: Would you vote for him in order to keep Biden out of the office? No, that's why I'm, it's because, dude, if Biden wins, I'm, I'm kind of excited. <laughs> uh, why are you excited? Because I just want to see what happens. Like, obviously, I don't think that we're on the brink Here's of extinction. I don't, I don't think we're on the brink of extinction as a country that these next four years will absolutely destroy us completely. Right. But I think that um, whoever is elected, we're going to see the same result of just similar outbreak except here's the thing biden gets elected he immediately dies kamala harris yeah exactly Mm -hmm. there's no way biden actually like gets past like three months of being president Mm -hmm. there's no way he either dies or steps down or they disqualify him based on mental health a number of things are going to happen but he's not going to be president for like the entirety of one year yeah it's not going to happen i could see that Um, and if he did it'd just be like it, like you, it wouldn't like be you, him. You want a country that can. You want a president that can speak well. He would be the face, but he would not be like actually doing anything. Isn't speaking well like probably the main thing you? I you, thought it was one of the biggest qualifiers. Yeah, it's definitely when top you're younger, three like in elementary school, and if you're able to like you know uh, present yourself well and talk, like give a good speech or like talk to adults, or whatever they would say. Oh, you should like run for uh, president or something like <laughs> yeah. that. You know, because it's like oh, this kid. Uh, can you know speak well uh-huh. hold himself up against you know a uh-huh. crowd whatever um obviously 
being a leader of a country, especially, um, you know, arguably the country that's, you know, the leader of the free world, Mm -hmm. you should be able to like speak well, not only speak well, but think straight. Mm -hmm. And like if Biden, I could not see him be a cognitively functioning in a room with like leaders of the middle countries in the middle east yeah and just like do anything yeah or like no way he i don't know what he'd be able to talk to him with them about and they probably play like um some famous middle eastern pop song hopefully one yeah (laughs) and little does he know it's probably like a song that they hate they're like oh you listen to that dude (laughs) oh no we can Come on, yeah, man. Come on, yeah. <laughs> it's like if uh, a foreign leader came over to America and started playing Russ, everyone would be like, oh, no, like, get out of here. Come on. <laughs> Terrorists no, no, attacking would our come country and play, next like, party week. Party in the USA. Or party in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be that wouldn't be as insulting as playing Despacito yeah. in front of a bunch of Hispanics, I think. Oh, for sure. Uh, and Despacito, yeah. what if he played like the Justin B? Did he play the I, Justin oh, Bieber no, he version? He, I, I give him points for that. He played yeah, the Hispanic version. Good. But. Yeah. Oh my god, I wouldn't put it past him to play the Justin Bieber version. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the Justin Bieber version would have been a better route because it shows like the unity. It's like, hey, look, this is our guy. This is these are this is your guy. Look at us. Like that would have hey. been even worse, actually. <laughs> oh look, we're coming together. Hey, look, like, we're coming together. dude, we're all Americans. Yo, I thought. Yeah, you know? what happened here? That's the thing. The thing too about um, a lot of people on the left, they're pushing for equality. But it's like most people are on the same page of like, I thought we were all equal and I yeah. thought we were all on the same page with that. Uh-huh. So it's like when you go and you push for something that you already have, uh-huh. at least when it comes to the majority of people, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, I think there's uh, a lot of validity in uh, rising to a cause and trying to make something apparent to our country or our world. But uh, I think some of these issues just take time. You oh, know, yeah. I think that there's just always been issues no matter what time period we are in and it seems to be as years go on they get fixed some of these things that are happening in our country well yeah like the civil rights movement wasn't like you know nine months and then yeah over oh they just got they they came together hip hip hooray you know they lived happily ever after that's not how it works well even when the laws were passed it was still it took time Mm -hmm. to for people to come around actually like you know follow it there was still racism for a long period of time and there are still excuse me instances of racism today yeah you can't we will not get rid of racism 100 percent. it's mm-hmm. just impossible yeah. there's always going to be something that divides you know me from you or mm-hmm. you know so, like humans are always going to find something to divide themselves on and that's what know? the media does it right. uh, looks at those issues and intensifies them with a right. magnifying glass it's because glass. he's black or it's because he's white you yeah. know but it's like Dude, you just pulled that out of thin air. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so it, I think it is definitely something that we just need to. We need more people to be willing to talk to each other. Because mm-hmm. I know there's plenty of people out there that I'll say one thing. Like, if I was to be like, "Oh yeah, I, I'm going to vote for President Trump," like lights turn out, everyone's mm-hmm. gone. Like, they yeah. don't want to hear anything else I have to say. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone like me or you, it's like you know, you hear something like that, like or for in mind says, "Oh, I'm going to vote for Biden." Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well. Uh, you want to tell me why? Yeah. Like, why do you think that he's going to be a good leader? Mm-hmm. Or for you, you know, President Trump, okay, why Why are you going to vote for him? Mm-hmm. Or for, you know, whatever. More people that are willing to talk about issues and not just spread hate. Yeah, I feel like Trump's... Uh, the one thing I can 
say is commemorable about certain conservatives and Trump supporters is that at least like Trump has like an established ideology behind them and that they know what they're voting for. Right. Well, with he's Biden, not they're just you with, know? with Biden. They're just lying to themselves and they're yeah. projecting what they want onto him. Even like he's like a puppet, like they can make him do this or make him do that. Well, he even says though... like something new every week. Yeah. And, so. he... and they're acting like this guy was just because he's a Democrat doesn't mean he supports your views on uh, criminal justice reform or he, he supports yeah does he not. Sure does not or he supports your ideas on equality which mm-hmm. is debatable if whether or not he does you know right yeah and people come at Trump all the time for the same thing but at least, at least you know what at you're least you know what you're getting when you're voting you know? for Trump you yeah know? and it's like you kind of have to look past. Uh, Certain characteristic traits I in this election, too, maybe. We, we if you want to vote, yeah. I'm not voting. But, you know, if you're up for voting. I think, too, unfortunately, a lot of people are voting for Biden knowing that he's not going to actually be president. Yeah. I just think if you're uh, a liberal or if you call yourself a liberal, it's probably in your best interest that we have another four years of Trump and then maybe potentially have a, a strong Democratic candidate coming out the next yeah. four years that could potentially unite our country. Time. Yeah, but you know how the DNC is. It's corrupt and they're stupid, annoying and stupid as they are. They could have probably won this, maybe won this election if they picked someone like Andrew Yang. Yeah, you know. I think if they even, I think if they picked anyone but Biden, well, they they would have have chances. I I I would say they would have won. But like, okay, there's people like Elizabeth Warren. Okay, like yeah. you know, yeah. so okay, if they, um, if or they... even Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders cannot win against Trump. Dude, I think Bernie would have won. I don't think so. I do. I think that um, what you're seeing, you're, his supporters are like it's like when you see the crazy left, mm-hmm. you're only seeing that. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, when it comes down to votes, he probably wouldn't have won. Yeah, I mean, he is super far left, but with people, well, like... he had a better chance than both Elizabeth Warren and Biden. I will admit that. Mm-hmm. But when you have, uh, I, I don't know many influential icons in today's society who probably would not have uh ended up supporting for bernie over trump and and would have made it a uh he is kind of i guess he is kind of like like if bernie was in there he would have had major icons and major people of influence promoting his stuff you know especially some open-minded people they'd be like hey look like this guy has been fighting for what he's been fighting for for this amount of time Mm. like he's true to his word he's kind of like the trump of that side yeah in the way of like he's more like of an icon himself even yeah. and, you know he is i would say definitely more honest mm-hmm. than biden for sure um but you're just uh kind of uh looking at his uh i'm looking kind, at his when it extremist comes, policies well, when it comes down to actually torture. voting you have to take that into consideration too mm-hmm. um because there's a, i think that there's a lot of people that supported trump and didn't vote for him yeah i mean it happens all the time there's people that support one side and they just don't vote yeah um so you know who knows it could be it could have been a close one definitely definitely a close one i think it could have gone it would it could have gone either way i guess but yeah you know everything comes out about some people so maybe some people would have been like oh this came out about bernie you know yeah there's always something yeah there's always something um quickly too i want to talk about um the coronavirus florida officially moved into uh, the third stage of reopening i think three out of four i thought we were already in the third stage to be honest yeah but i guess bars are back open for good yeah that was like last monday bars Mm -hmm. are open um still seeing a decline in 
cases slash deaths mm-hmm. um especially now that we've realized we've been kind of lied to the past yeah. like nine months or whatever the heck mm-hmm. um you've heard about all the data manipulation and stuff like oh that. yeah with corona just crazy man um crazy I I, I, dude uh i was at uh like a, a, I wouldn't say a large gathering. I'd say it's an, it was an appropriate gathering of ten people, and I think one of the one of the people came with Corona, and a bunch of my friends got it. I tested negative, but uh, I was with the people that tested positive. I had other friends test negative. Like it's just such it's such a weird it's such a weird virus. It's such yeah. a weird thing. But I mean, I quarantined for the ten days after that. I don't mm-hmm. want to sound like I yeah. wasn't uh, taking well, I matters think, into too, precaution. Now but, that when I hear someone's positive i'm like okay well did you actually have symptoms though and they're like no exactly some of them did though um but they weren't major it wasn't like life-threatening to them because they're well at our age group it's um a 99.9 percent survival rate yeah i think the next age group is like a little bit less like 99 point uh four and then you know the group that's most affected is like senior citizens and it's um, 98, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 94, I don't know. But overall, and the survival rates, like... that have had it, and they're like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. And that's what kind of makes me believe that uh, certain deaths were just kind of inevitable, and they had coronavirus. Yeah. I well, because, too, they said, say, okay, but... we, we reached 200,000 deaths. Mm-hmm. And then they said, well, actually, if you look at people that died, like, just from corona... It was like ten thousand. Yeah. And the rest were like they had a pre existing condition, like they were battling with cancer or they uh drove off a cliff on accident and they yeah. had corona. Mm-hmm. Like they counted that as a corona death. Yeah. And I think uh one of the things I saw on Twitter was when people were bringing up those dis- those t- statistics, they're like, Oh, like, screw you, these people still died from COVID. They would have like lived longer if uh they didn't like catch it and sure. For a lot of cases, I'm like I'm almost heart, I'm, I'm uh, yeah like like a heart, if you get a heart attack, and not, you, I'm not talking about heart yeah, attacks. I'm talking about maybe like if you had like pneumonia or asthma yeah, yeah. or some uh, if you're older and just had poor immune autoimmune issues. Yeah. you know then that's probably very that's very true. But in the cases of some people just dying, and then they had uh, symptoms of COVID nineteen, and mm-hmm. you could uh, say that's a COVID related death, yeah. and that's what they well, exactly. are looking for. You know. So I think there was well, a ton too, of all uh, the cases, misinformation with that. Not necessarily deaths, but all the cases where, or all the stories where people would go sign up to get tested, and then they didn't get tested, but then they got a letter in the mail or on their email that said they tested positive. Yeah, I saw that too. That happens a lot. Yeah. So it's like, huh? Mm-hmm. So I mean, happened to one of my friends, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I want to see, uh, I'm the big bad guy here, but I want to see Florida stop the... A uh, mask mandate. I want to see the mandate. Oh yeah, it's well. First of all, they don't work. Uh, uh, they don't. They might help a little bit, but they don't work. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they're not like. A, it's like yeah, dude. I, it's like I, dude. I agree. Like you're so right. You're so right. But like for now, I'm kind of just like screw it why not like so, i don't exactly. care you, you know, know i'm right i know you're you know right i'm right but you just don't you're care right i'm just like uh, whatever dude I like if, it, make, if it makes if it makes people feel safe like dude oh i wanted to tell you that this was... you're gonna love this you're gonna love right, this you're gonna up, love this Go dude ahead. i got a uh, mask policed while i was buying masks at a gas station by the gas station person no by a oh, skinny white uh kid and uh he was a little shorter than me too he's probably around my uh age range 
and uh, I'm walking up to pay. I'm like, shoot, I need to go get masks because I know I'm going to the gym after this, and they make me wear a mask. Yeah. I also have to fill up my car, so it's like a two-in-one deal. And I walked in. You know, no one's saying anything to me, which is fine. I go in. I grab, yeah. like, a Red Bull, too, grab the mask right away, and then I go up to, this like, the shelf, and it's all fine. And then some kid just, like, the kid looks at me. He's like, hey, nice mask, man. And I, like, look at him. I'm like, what did you say? He's like, nice mask. And I like reach into my bag and I pull out a 10 pack of masks. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I ran out. I didn't, I didn't have any more. Like that aggression was so unnecessary yeah. and very douchebaggy of you. You know, how about next time you be a little more considerate before yeah, be you nice decide to be it. outspoken, you know, have a good life, man. And I just walked away. <laughs> and then, uh, I like waited outside and I had like my, I put my mask on cause I was going to buy them. And I just saw him walking out. I was just looking at him. Mm-hmm. I like, put my mask down mm-hmm. and I was just staring at him to see if he like had anything to say and when I said that to him I think his face was just he's probably just trying, be, he's probably just trying to like make himself feel better <laughs> oh look at me I'm wearing a, a mask I'm, I'm all amazing. it is is making people feel safer and like better about themselves yeah mm-hmm. that's really all it does like it makes you feel safer yeah but really like you could still easily catch it mm-hmm. it's like um, dude I would have worn a mask but I was in there buying them like leave me alone dude like yeah. come on like what are you doing like, I got masked at least a couple times. Um, one, because I actually forgot my mask. Like, yeah. I didn't have one. And that's I went stressful, to, too. I went that to, sucks. Um, now, I knew this was going to be a problem because we were on UCF campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to um, this place I'm not going to mention, Gringo's Tacos. And um, uh, the, like, four people in the front, like, doing the line or whatever, mm-hmm. um, were like, uh, or no, the one person was like, hey, you need to wear a mask. And I was like, um, I was like, I actually don't have one. Like, I forgot it. Um, you know, is there any way like, you can let it slide, whatever? And then all four of them turned around and, like, yelled the manager's name. And then one, like, looked at me and gave me, like, the, oh, you're in trouble look. And yeah. I was like, okay, like, whatever. So he came out and I was like, hey, I forgot my mask. Like, I don't have it. Um, you know, he's like, okay, well, you need to have a mask, like, if you're in here. I'm like, okay, well, like, can I go sit down, like, while, you know, my friends get the food? And they're like, no, like, you have to, you have to walk in here with a mask. And I'm like, so if I leave now, grab the mask and come back, does it cancel the first time I walked in without a mask? <laughs> like, why can't I just go sit down? Because the rule is, you know, you, once you yeah. sit down, you can take it off, right? Uh-huh. He's like, no, sorry. Like, you have to have a mask. You have to leave. And I was like, all right, I'll be outside. Yeah, that's so and uh, yeah, that's, that was about it. Oh, then, uh, and I went to um, the next day. I went to Trader Joe's. Still didn't have the mask. Yeah. Um Seems to be a recurring event. Maybe you that was it. Was technically the same of, day. It was like remembering. it was like a night, and then I had to. <laughs> you didn't have the time to go out and buy yeah. some. You know that wasn't on your mind right now. Well, it, I'm gonna be honest. It wasn't at the top of my priority list. <laughs> I did not care. But um, so I go in. The lady's like, "Hey, you need to have a mask." And I was like, "I don't have one." Um, do you, and then I was even like, "Do you guys have some?" You yeah, you're me? trying to be accommodating. Yeah, you're like, "Damn it!" Like these and, people are making me wear a mask. You know, I'm gonna she, ask. Yeah, because my whole thing too is like, if you're at least offer them, you know, yeah, yeah. the cheap ones, whatever. So she's like, all right, um, let me go look. So they looked for like five minutes. Uh, I think the manager comes out, says, look, we don't have any. Um, you can come in this time. Just like make sure to bring it next time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. Number one, like I never come here. Number two, you're not going to remember me. But yeah. so they were nicer about it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, at least you're being nice about it. Like, and even if uh-huh. they said, look, you can't come in. We don't have masks for you. I just yeah. said, okay, that's fine. Uh, the first place, um, Gringo's Tacos was not, they, they were being, douches about it mm-hmm. like your little friend there yeah um 
but two, like I go to Publix all the time mm-hmm. without a mask. Actually, that time I do choose to go in without a mask. Yeah. Um, they never say anything. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Starbucks. I got mask policed for. Didn't you? I did have a mask though. I just wasn't wearing it. <laughs> so they're like uh, the one lady was like, "Hey, can you put on a mask?" And I was like, "Sure." And then um, I went, sat down, took it off. Mm-hmm. And then the manager was like, you know, he called my name, Alex. And um, I got up, turned around, and he, like, did the, he goes, face covering, like, right away. Mm. I, I kind of, like, gave him, like, I, I kind of was like this. Like, I threw my hand up kind of, like, in a, like, sassy way, I guess. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. And, like, put it on, grabbed the drink, turned around, and took it off, like, as mm-hmm. I was walking back. Because, uh. Uh, yeah, I am, you know, an asshole about it. <laughs> But dude, I get it, you're, dude. You're one of those people that just you don't like being told what to do. It's not even that. And, and especially, that, especially if there's data that supports right, your right. Uh, your your hypothesis mm-hmm. or what. Because at first, when this whole yeah. stuff came out, I was like, okay, like I'm willing to wear it if they're going to be reasonable. Because it's like at the end of the day, like we're not going to serve you if you don't have shoes on. You know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah. I get that. Um, but now it's like gotten to the point where i'm like the rules make no sense like you have to walk in with a mask but as soon as you sit down you can take take it it off off. like and then it's it it just doesn't make sense to me isn't social distancing enough well that's what i I thought for a while too it doesn't it it doesn't spread by air no it doesn't yeah that was uh but my whole thing too is like okay so if we're social distancing and that works why do we need the masks and then if masks work why do we need a social distance and then if both of those things work, why did we have to shut down bars and restaurants and all this stuff for a month and a half, mm-hmm. bars longer? I mean, <laughs> so it's like, that's why I'm like, okay, this is all like, this is all a load of crap. Um, mm-hmm. Why are you making us do this? And I can't even... Uh, Until November 3rd. <laughs> see, uh, whenever... Uh, I, I hate people that yell or get mad about people for not wearing a mask like i get it it's like the polite thing mm-hmm. to do it's safe like it makes people feel i haven't been yelled you know? at by a regular person yet it's always been people that work there yeah and uh like i, I get the i get it and i also get people that don't want to wear masks you know like you don't want to get told what to do especially by the government mm-hmm. especially if there's false data especially if you believe that this is all not necessarily fake but it, if it's been distorted you know like i get it so like i'm never gonna like well, they scold figure- someone for like not doing it. It's just like, mm-hmm. hey, man, like I work at a an eye doctor. I'm like, hey, if someone doesn't come in with a mask, I'm like, hey, you gotta go and get a mask. Like it's fine. Like no, I'm not mad at you. I don't yeah. care that you're like four feet away from me and yeah. you don't have it on. Like, it's not me. Yeah. I am paid to say this. Yeah, like- you know, like just go go put a mask on. It like makes everyone, and especially when I'll have Karens come and they're like, yeah, I don't want to wear a mask. Like I have like this, I can't breathe. And I'm like, hey, like I get it. Like mm-hmm. you don't you don't want to wear it, and like I can understand why. But right now, like, isn't it just better to be polite to your fellow Americans that do care, you know? And it's like, you know, (laughs) some people do say nah. I'm just like, hey, like, I get it. I hear you. You know, I'm listening. I do it simply to avoid confrontation, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like you create confrontation with that, though. Sometimes I do. It seems like there's more confrontation from you not wearing the mask than... (laughs) The only confrontation I get is when they ask me to put it on. Yeah, it's not even like a confrontation. It's just them, like, like, speaking to you. (laughs) Yeah, put it on. And I'm like, okay. And then I maybe put it on and, like, take it off. You're the type of person to be like... Hey, keep on your mask. You're like, yeah. And you like put it on. Like, leave it. Like, yeah, oh leave the nose. <laughs> and then the, the guy. Nose. I saw the one video. The guy's at Disney, and she's like, hey, uh, oh, your mask has to be over your nose. And he goes, okay. And he pulls it on his forehead mm-hmm. above his nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god. I'm also not trying to laugh at like the pandemic either, you know. Um, but uh, at the same time, uh, there's a bunch of 
contradictory uh, statements and practices that are happening with COVID. And mm -hmm. uh, I think there's just a bunch of outrageous things yeah. as well. So I'm not laughing at the pandemic or the virus or the people that have died from it. But some people just got to wake up and realize that some of the stuff going on is just a little, little, little silly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think that hopefully, I, 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 I would like it to be sooner than the election, but I know it's not going to be. Mm -hmm. I would hope that a lot of the stuff is lifted and that we're just like, because I know for a fact that people are telling you to wear masks, like restaurants and stuff, they're telling you mm -hmm. because they either have to or they just got so used to it that they they have been like trained to believe that like you need to wear a mask or like you're going to yeah. kill three people. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, it's literally, it doesn't make sense. They're not thinking logically. It makes sense if you don't think about it. <laughs> but as soon as you start thinking about it, you're like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, I, that's why That's why I say, like, I hear you and I mm -hmm. get it. Because, like, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. But at the same time, I'm just like, screw it. Like, this mask isn't going to kill me. Like, I'm not going to die for right. it. And, like, if it makes, like, uh, really, people around me feel safe, day. you know. Depends yeah, it, it depends on your mood. If you're feeling a little sassy, you might yeah. go no mask. And if you're feeling just a little normal, you might bring it with <laughs> you. <laughs> if you're feeling like a, a hero, you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna wear. It. I'm gonna save some I'm lives save today. Some lives today. <laughs> I'm gonna wear it in the car just to be safe. We should, we should. Uh, there should be like a pri like a reward system for people that wear masks. You know, yeah. like screw the veterans. Like a know? high five. Yeah, screw the veterans. Screw thanking them for the service. Let's start thanking the <laughs> oh mask wearers. <laughs> hey, that was a joke. I'm joining the Marine Corps. Hey, chill out, people that are listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually but did According want... to Joe Biden, they're stupid bastards. Yeah, anyway, so, so like, who cares? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure a bunch of liberals don't care about... Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, uh, don't put them all in a box. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That's why I was reiterating. <laughs> not all of them, but there's some liberals oh, there's out there that despise that... Uh, Well, I've seen so many military. people say... Oh, what I hate what I hate on Twitter is, like, um, when they say, oh, so-and-so is braver than, like, any member in the U.S. military. Yeah. Or, like, whatever. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, Come on. It's so... Yeah. It's just... No. Stop comparing. Stop com number one. Stop comparing. Yeah. And like, hold respect where respects due. Like these yeah. guys do fight for your country, and I'm pretty sure there are some brave icons out there. Mm -hmm. But to say that they're, they're more than people no. that are uh, running in the running in the gunfire, getting killed, and that not being able to return to their families, it's silly because there's there's people that do that. Whether you think that their cause is right or wrong, they're still putting their lives on the line, you know, mm -hmm. and you should at least be able to respect that yeah. as a, a person and someone that cares about people. I actually did want to talk to you about something as well. Um, we're going complete, we're sidetracking completely from with what I'm going to say, mm -hmm. but I think uh, it'd just be funny to get your, I, I guess, reaction. Yeah. Um, Dude, so you know how I've been like an outspoken atheist for probably like a year or two now. And yeah. I've like talked to you about it and stuff like that. Dude, I had a huge, huge change. Like a huge freaking change. You're Buddhist now. Um, I wouldn't say oh. Buddhist. I, <laughs> I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say Buddhist, but uh, a lot of my uh, beliefs align with that. And it's not because like I started like studying religion or studying Buddhism. I'm like, oh, I want to like make the switch here. Yeah. I had like a... It, have, have, have you heard of ego death before? Do you know what that is? Ego death? Is there yeah. another word for that? Um, enlightenment. Um, like, uh, let me explain it real quick. Reincarnation? No, no okay. let me explain it real quick. So, uh, ego death is something that happens or occurs through either long forms of meditational practices or you can reach um, 
not reach ego death, but you can experience ego death when you take certain uh, hallucinogenic or psychedelic oh, drugs. Oh, um, like Joe Rogan's yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, <laughs> like dimethyltryptamine or psilocybin or even ayahuasca. You can have uh, very uh, eye-opening experiences on it. And I didn't take any of those drugs. I'm, that's not what I'm All saying. Right, I'm not incriminating myself. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, uh, I had I had a really crazy experience. I wanted to, to talk to you about it because you know I'm a realist. You know that I'm a logical thinker, and I've always been against astrology. I've always been against, um, not against, but I've just never uh, astrology. Paid, I've, like never, I've never, I never, I never, I've never paid respect to astrology. I've never paid yeah. respect to any uh, ideology. Uh, idea. Oh my gosh, ideology surrounded by uh, spirituality. Anything uh, yeah, yeah. that revolved around it, whether it's Hinduism, Buddhism, spirituality, I completely negated because as a logical thinker. No, like, I'm just not going to do so. I did the same thing with religion as well. Once I came out of Christianity, I'm like, okay, um, I, as a science-based thinker, you know, I'm just going to discredit all of them. I did my research and just when it comes down to it, I didn't believe that uh, any of those things were evident or truthful. Mm -hmm. And then I had a really crazy experience and I just want to talk to you about it. I won't go into crazy detail because mm -hmm. I know that we're uh, coming to an end. I was hanging out with some friends of mine and they brought up spirituality and we got into a, a debate, I would say, or I guess me debating yeah. or me belittling them or um, trying, <laughs> trying to have a conversation about it because they were speaking complete utter nonsense to me and I just could not uh, keep my mouth shut. Uh, they were speaking about things I just could not understand. And uh, to me, it just made no sense. And I was like, how can you guys believe this? Like, what are you guys saying? I got in like a full on debate yeah. with them for two hours. And if you were in that room, you would have been on the same page with me. Like, what are they saying? Like, it makes oh, no really? sense. Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. Okay. I mean, dude, if, but that's, that's besides the point. Yeah. Just because, uh, yeah, it, it sounds silly, but, uh, so ego death is something you can experience through your meditative processes, like I said, or through drugs. And what happens is that you lose, uh, you kind of let go of like your egoic mind, I guess. Like, uh, ego death is like the dissolution of, uh, self. It's when like your, uh, physical form or your importance of your physical form and like material possessions or uh material things gets like dissolved to like the grand scheme of things i guess and so i was sitting there and i was talking to them after like the debate we had and we were just hanging out and they just started like talking to me and uh they just told me to listen i was listening and i was like okay like whatever i'm just gonna listen and i just like kept a still mind and they're just telling me things mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i could start like understanding what they were saying a bit, not yeah. in like a logical sense, but like words that like resonated with like feelings that yeah. I felt like bodily. And I was like, Hmm, like, okay, like this is weird. And they're just like, don't use your brain about it. Like use your, uh, use your body a bit. See, I don't like that. That right yeah, there. Makes it, so me... it, <laughs> it sounds crazy, Alex. It sounds crazy. It makes I'm sense not... when you don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not, it's not even like that. So wait, they told you to not use your brain in order to understand their ideas. Uh, they weren't really ideas. They're just like... Just, Are there claims? Um, so when it comes to things... So ego, death, or enlightenment is a very prominent subject amongst uh, Eastern philosophy and Eastern religions um, that have been al alive for thousands upon thousands of years and that are valid uh, in different countries around the world. And it sounds ridiculous. I've never taken the time to necessarily understand it or what it is until like it happened to me all of a sudden um i was just like bursted with like a blast of like energy it mm. felt weird and it only happened when i stopped thinking you know i stopped uh letting my thoughts control um what i was saying and 
you know when you have that inner voice that inner dialogue that mm -hmm. is continuously yeah, happening throughout your day it's always yeah. talking it doesn't give your mind rest or your brain rest so it keeps you continuously stressed or mm -hmm. aggravated or worried about certain things yeah. in the past or in the future whether it's stress or anxiety about a test coming up or a date or certain things you get amped up like whatever you think has like a bodily reaction yeah so that's why they're like let go of the mind for a second while we're talking and just try and not overanalyze it or judge it but just listen yeah, to the words just like take don't, it in yeah don't don't analyze but just like yeah take it in yeah you know and as people that I respected whether or not I agreed with mm -hmm. what they were saying I was like the least I can do is just listen yeah and they're like okay well when was the last time you took 20 minutes out of your day and just didn't think about anything for those 20 minutes and just okay uh, so these people are talking about meditation sure, sure yeah okay. that's, the, that's the best way to put it when was the last time you took 20 minutes out of your day to uh completely be still and silent and i was thinking i was like okay uh never never in my uh 18 years yeah. of existing have i just like stood here and just thought nothing and just was like completely uh not in my head yeah internally you know and you're probably the same way there, has there ever been a day where you're just taking 20 minutes usually to when nothing? i go to sleep when you go to sleep that's it yeah <laughs> literally that's it I, I, that doesn't count I know, yeah but. and so i was thinking i was like okay so like so when it comes to certain issues um you usually try and like solving them by looking for external things whether it's like a person or a relationship or maybe uh an item to ease the pain for a bit and to uh kind of forget um what's going on inside of your head and what you're feeling you kind mm -hmm. of uh or even drugs or alcohol you use these things to like dilute certain emotions that yeah. you're feeling right How, have you ever thought about like looking internally about it and i was like no <laughs> like i haven't yeah, like, yeah. that never came to my that never came to my mind They're like exactly because your mind doesn't like want you to do that and i was like okay so i sit there literally just still mind not thinking and they kind of like they're like a meditative like trance on me like where they're like planting seeds it sounds ridiculous and i yeah like, like a um almost like a um like a hypnot uh, yeah, yeah yeah like they're hypnotizing me yeah. in a way and uh i was just open ears listening letting whatever words and whatever feelings come into fruition and just fully accept everything and all of a sudden i just had this like life-changing experience where uh i just felt one with everything like i've just felt over like this, like love I've never felt before in my entire life and this mm. kindness and this energy that was never apparent to me with my mind. And it's something that is truly like otherworldly. And I, I can't even explain it. I can't explain how it came to be, but it, it only happens when uh, you just stop and you appreciate the now. They're saying things like, pretend there's no past. Pretend there's no future. Just for now. Mm -hmm. Has there ever been... A moment of your life where you've lived in anything besides the now like what we're experiencing right now this conversation has mm -hmm. there ever been a moment of your life where you've lived in the past or if you've lived in the future you're only really living in right now what we're doing what we're speaking mm -hmm. it's a continuous moment it's a thing that happens like forever and it's the only thing that we've experienced if you've really thought about it there's never been a day where you've taken a step into the past. There's never been a day mm. where you've taken a step in the future. But for some reason, we always wait for the future to come. And we idolize the past or 
we remember the past and we give it so much importance into our lives where we think like mm -hmm. that's us like let's say you do a bad thing and you regret it forever you let that thought kind of emancipate your life and how you go about certain situations and what kind of happened to me was once they said let go of the past let go of the future and i felt this amazing feeling all my anxiety gone gone down the drain all my stress worry sadness um negative thoughts negative feelings vanished i was just love i was i was everything and anything and i was it sounds utterly ridiculous but i was uh i was just one mm -hmm. with the earth with yeah. people who was who i was with i no longer felt the need to argue with these people about what they were saying to me i no longer felt the need to, i was like what's the point mm -hmm. what's the point to indulge into a conversation that will lead to nowhere besides uh unrest yeah why are we not just getting along and being positive and then all of a sudden i just had this crazy mental shift and i started crying like sweating sweating but it wasn't out of sadness mm -hmm. it was out of like emotion like not even emo not even emotion it was like lifting a le like taking lens out of my eyes and mm -hmm. saying look at the world now look at the beauty and the greatness of it and this is what i think the media kind of tries to distract you from it by shoving all these negative things down your throat look mm -hmm. at this bombing here look at all these things look at president trump doing this look at joe biden doing that you know they shove these negative uh images down our throat and that's supposed to depict what the world mm -hmm. is but in that moment all i saw, saw was love and beauty and something that i still see today that's a like it's a consciousness that appears but doesn't it doesn't go away and since mm -hmm. then uh i've had like a drastic uh change of heart about uh how i how i go about things you know i think like i was saying earlier whether or not uh anything changes between us uh on our main thoughts or our main issues that's irrelevant it's the fact that we're here today we're connected we're doing something we love we are doing something we're passionate about like i said before and we're coming together as people on two separate sides things that a lot of people disagree with and say that cannot happen a lot of conservatives say you cannot be friends with liberals and a lot of li liberals mm -hmm. say you cannot be friends with conservatives but that's just your thoughts in your egoic mind telling you that that you're right you're mm -hmm. right you can't talk to this person because you're right and that's what everyone thinks so once you let go of that then it becomes a lot easier to talk to other people like like you and me are doing mm -hmm. and truly value what's happening here and that was just something i wanted to share real quick yeah. without sounding like an absolute loon because it i would say makes i'm no closer to that sort of mentality than you might think oh no that, that's what that's what i'm saying yeah. like when it's not just like a me thing i'm not the one that's allowing this uh conversation to take place it's a us thing mm -hmm. you share certain attributes of this as well that's why i talk to you you know if you didn't then uh this conversation wouldn't be happening it's a mm -hmm. thing that you do that you don't see amongst a lot of people that label themselves as conservatives you don't see conservative open thinkers that want to have thoughtful discussions about yeah. certain ideas that may or may not contradict or uh what they're believing you know whenever someone has a conversation and they say that you're wrong people automatically get defensive and want to shut the conversation down because it inflicts what their ego thinks you know it yeah. hurts them personally that what they're saying isn't true and what we're doing here is just something I want to be 
outwardly grateful towards for you having me here, us having this discussion, you being a great friend, and uh, us being able to continue this friendship of uh, passion, love for ideas mm-hmm. and uh, intellectual concepts. And I'm just, it's just it's awesome. It's amazing that we're able to do this. Of course, yeah. yeah. Next time, maybe we'll talk more about. Ego death. Ego death. Yeah. I'm down, dude. Yeah. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming on again, Ryan. Dude, and thank you always, guys for tuning always. in. And yes, thank uh, you guys for having me. Of course. For listening.